on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Uh, we're going to be ruining some uh, moments here, ruining some days, because I found out something about vanilla extract that grossed me out. And so because I know it, now everyone else has <laughs> to know it. Now everyone has to be grossed out. Uh, so Hang re- on, I love vanilla extract. I love the smell of it. <laughs> Ooh, doesn't taste good, yeah. though. Have you tasted it? I wonder why. You you just wait. No. Get get Google ready. Get Google ready because <laughs> Is there I, like bugs in it or no, something. No, I actually want you to read the description. What so, do I Google? So just just wait. I, I'll just let me just okay. tell a story. All so right, yesterday right, right. I'm watching a video. There's this guy on Instagram that I like. Uh, his name is Corey B. And he does it. Maybe you've seen him. You should look him up on Instagram. But he um he does a lot of videos where like. He'll he'll watch someone cook this random thing, you know, where they'll be like air fried uh, hot pockets that mm-hmm. you make with white bread and string cheese, and okay. he'll go and make it, and then he'll basically tell you if it's if it's legit or it's just kind of like that gag food. Corey B. I Have just you watched wanna, any I've of his videos? Him, no, but he's really funny because he uses like puns with everything he does. Okay. So anyway, so he started making this. I can't even remember what he was making, but he was making this like cheesecake thing. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the video, and he puts in some vanilla, and then he says, do you know that in vanilla extract, there's stuff from a beaver gland, from, like, beaver animals? And I said, what? And he literally goes, Google it. So I'm I want sorry. You, what? Just There's beaver? What? Just Google beaver juice <laughs> vanilla extract. Oh, my gosh. It popped up. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Just Google that. It's the first thing that pops up. And just, Shut up. Can you can you censor? Shut up. Hold on, censor it a little bit because it's a little gross. But it's a real thing. It's real. Okay, they're it, calling it beaver goo. Beaver goo. That's what it is. Listen, it's from an animal. Can I read just the headline? Read it. The first thing I'm on not, Google. I'm not censoring the headline. Okay, blew my mind. I can't believe it. It says beaver butts emit goo used for vanilla flavoring. Shut up. That Sa- is sorry. not true. Say that one more time, slower <laughs> for everyone. It is true. <laughs> It says, according to National Geographic, beaver butts emit goo used for vanilla flavoring. Okay. <laughs> and it's real. That is and not, it's not real. No, Lauren, Lauren, go read some more because I thought, oh, well, maybe what way back when. Earth? I thought back in the day, I thought, oh, well, this was probably something way back when. Now we have some artificial thing. No, they can legally still do it and some still do. Okay. Let me, it's called castorium. Yep. Castorium is a heavily scented brown or tan goo that is secreted from a beaver's castor gland, which is located nail-bitingly close to its hindquarters gland. Okay. Uh, they use it to communicate with each other about marking territory, establishing colonies, and deterring predators. Yeah. This and then- is so weird. It's been a natural food flavoring for nearly the last century. And yes, it has been used as a replacement for vanilla, raspberry, strawberry, and some flavorings and foods. So it it tastes like vanilla, and vanilla is very expensive. So they just vanilla get extract is extremely yeah. expensive, and I've always wondered why. Now I know why. Someone's well, got to squeeze it out of a beaver. I guess so. These poor beavers have no idea they're the secret to everyone's this favorite cookies. This can't still be happening. No, I need read, to continue read reading the, the article. Yeah, read the next line because it says something about the FDA. It, it actually doesn't need to be reported. Okay, so it says Castor is labeled by the FDA is generally recognized as safe, and because of that, companies aren't legally required to disclose when they use it. That. Boom, right there. So it may or may not yeah. be in your vanilla because the company doesn't have to disclose it. But a company doesn't have to tell you if their vanilla has beaver goo in it. But it's a real thing. 
Okay, mind this brings me blowing. back to the question I had about cows a few months back. When I was like, who who looked at a cow's udder one day back and in just, whatever yeah. century and was like, I'm going to squeeze on that. And then we get milk. Like, who decided I'm going to do something to a beaver to get something and then I'm going to eat it? It doesn't even like, make sense, right? I don't who know. Decided, who's the person who decided I'm going to eat an egg, right? You see it come out of a chicken and you're going to crack it open and Especially eat it. Especially when you know that you probably knew that those eggs just become chickens. So how in the world would you want to just ruin that day? I, right? don't, I have no idea. This is blowing Isn't my mind. Isn't that nuts? You've ruined my life. Yeah. And on the video, he makes his wife like Google it, and she had this crazy reaction like I did. I was like, "That's there's no way that's so real. is the beaver goo in the imitation vanilla extract? And I ask that because I buy the imitation extract because it's like half the price. So I think it is because... That's the recent imitation because, like, if you're getting real vanilla extract, I imagine that comes from real vanilla. Beaver goo. (laughs) So gross. Because you use imitation vanilla, right? I do because it's like way cheaper. You know where vanilla is not cheap or sorry, where it's not expensive is in Mexico. If you go to like Mexico and like at their airports, you can buy a ton of vanilla for a good price because apparently it's not Mm. expensive there. That's interesting. Yeah, I can't figure out. With the, uh, if the beaver goose in it. Know, well, we just yeah. don't know. But just know that it could be in there. And that ruins your day. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. Do you, well, I know you don't, but a hypothetical question for everyone out there. Do you use melatonin gummies for your kiddos at night? I know a lot of people who oh, do this. my sister gives them to uh, her kids every night. Yep. No judgment. I'm just telling you the facts. It helps them sleep, and a lot of people do this. A lot of my friends. Now, doctors and pediatricians are urging caution with melatonin really? gummies. Because with kids, and, and there's been a study on this, they say with kids, sometimes we don't realize that these gummies contain higher doses of melatonin than the amount is listed on the label. So maybe go a little bit less than what you would normally give because they're saying there addicting. could be dangerous amounts. Do you believe it's not addicting? I've heard that. I've heard like you can't get like hooked on melatonin where you can't go to sleep without it. I don't think so. I don't so. know if that's yeah. true though. I haven't heard that. I, I've heard that there's nothing wrong with it. My so, like, yeah. nephew, nephew when he was like six or seven years old. He literally got into the bottle of melatonin, and my sister said he ate, like, seven gummies. <laughs> no. I don't know what happened. They just said he was acting all loopy, but, like, literally had, like, seven gummies of it. Yeah. Got I mean, no it. shame, but if you do it, check your labels, talk to your pediatrician, make sure everything's on the up and up. But I guess after a new study, they found that there's actually more ingredients in there yeah. than listed, which, hey, maybe that's a good thing. Some parents are like, good, go to sleep. All I know is <laughs> I've never needed it because I am tired all the time. I've never yep, had that's a, a good point. Ever since I've had children, I have never, and I mean never, had problems going to bed at night or falling asleep. Okay, so there's a couple, I believe from Illinois, and they have this home that they purchased, and the husband was replacing the toilet paper holder in the bathroom, I believe is where it was. And so he has to, like, remove it from the wall. This home, it's an older home, and as he removes it, as they're doing renovations, he finds two McDonald's sandwich wrappers, like hamburger wrappers, and he finds perfectly preserved french fries. Yes, still in their little baggie from McDonald's. 63 years old. Because the packaging they're in was back way, 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 way back. So someone put their order of McDonald's fries 63 years ago in these people's house. Left it in the wall. I don't even know. Do you have a picture? I have a picture. They probably look great. you ready? Yeah, they probably look fine. They're pretty much intact, but oh. Look how gross. Oh, it looks, you know what they look like? They look like pork grinds. You they kind of like do. Yeah, they look like skinny. Like, imagine a pork grind looking french fry. 
to me, they kind of look like your fries were left out and then you deep fried them again. Yeah, they've so been deep fried like seven times. got them a little crispier. 63 years old. That's disgusting. Are we worried that those are still looking like French fries yeah, after 63 yeah. years? I mean, this is the only thing about preservatives because everyone like freaks out about preservatives. I'm not saying you have to or you don't have to. All I'm saying is if I eat preservatives, doesn't that mean I'm preserved? Like if I, does that mean I'm going to live to 125 if I'm full I don't full think it of, works that way. Yeah. Uh, the biggest tragedy in this story who the heck was building a home and still decided to just throw their fries like that? Like, come on, finish your fries, man. I have man. never had extra fries. I've yeah. never had leftover fries. What is that? Yeah, that's the that's the shock of the century <laughs> is that someone left their fries. And then the guy ate one. Oh, disgusting. Could no, you he didn't. How I much money? How much money? You to s- eat one? Um, yeah. One or the whole package? Yeah, just one fry. I'd do it for 100 bucks. One fry? For I'd a fry for 100 Not bucks. Not a bite, like the entire fry. Okay, 200 Give me 200 bucks. I would need at least 1000 if not 5000 Wow, that shows my bar. Yeah. I either really like French fries or I'm really desperate <laughs> for money. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Freddie Mercury's personal belongings are going up for auction. One of the things that are going up for auction is the lyrics to We Are the Champions that he wrote himself. Oh, that's cool. On nine different pages. How much do you think that's going to go for? Well, what's kind of lame is, I mean, of all the songs to write down, what did he write down? Boom, boom, clap, like 72 times. <laughs> it's not that one. Yeah, it is. No, We, we Are uh, the Champions? This... No. Boom, boom, shh. Boom, that's boom, That's We Will Rock You. Boom, boom, Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I got... You can understand We Will Rock You and uh, We Are the Champions. That's no. not the same song? Okay. No, it's not. No, it's I thought maybe it started the with the We Will Rock You and then no. got to We Are the Champions. 250000 uh, to oh. 375000 is what they're estimating right now. That's impressive. His silver mustache comb from Tiffany & Co. actually is only expected to fetch 500 to $750. Would you use the mustache comb for your own mustache? Well, I'd have to grow a mustache yeah. first, but I'd, I wouldn't use it to comb my hair, no. Okay. Probably put it in a case and be like, this was Freddie Mercury's mustache coat. It would be awesome if it still had a mustache a, hair on it. What a weird flex. Yeah. And uh, there's a chihuahua that is slightly taller than a teacup that has now been named the world's smallest dog. Just there's a, a photo. Yeah, there's a photo of this dog next to a dollar bill. Look how tiny, tiny no this way. dog is. So oh. cute. That's not... That dog is like the size of a dollar so bill. So imagine putting a dollar bill next to a dog and it's barely peeking over the dollar bill. That's how small. Boy, that's a cute dog. That's a little cute chihuahua. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. So Devin uh, is with us. He met Brittany online. They went out to sushi. And he's saying that, like, he's gotten a weird text back. And now he's not. Basically, she brought up, well, I know you're busy. And he's. He, he told in the message, he goes, I've never, think of never telling someone you're busy and they respond with, well, I know your schedule's packed. And so he's kind of confused. Okay, that's weird. So let's unpack yeah. everything, unpack this weird text. Uh, Devin, let's bring you on. Do you want to start with the text situation or you want to start with just what you guys did on the date? It's your call. Well, I'll start with the date a little bit just because I, I, it mystifies me so much, even more because the date went so well. Okay. Um, like, you know, yeah, like you said, we went out to sushi and nice place. We had a good time. There was a lot of laughs. Afterwards, I walked her to the car. Um, very gentlemanly, gave her gave her a hug, didn't move in for a kiss or anything okay. crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Super chill. There was one thing that's kind of been 
eating at my mind a little bit that I'm wondering if this was the problem. When we were leaving, I said, I'd love to sushi you soon. Like, sushi you soon. <laughs> and I made a little pun joke. She uh-huh. was laughing at my jokes earlier in the night, so I thought she might like that one. Did she laugh Dude, at that awesome. one? that's awesome. Did she laugh? It wasn't as genuine sounding of a laugh as it really was. It <laughs> okay. Was, it was a slight, yeah. So it's it her first. Uh, like, it kind of. Uh, kind of faded that's out. awesome. I'll sushi. I hope to sushi you soon. Okay, first of all, um, yeah. cheese ball. Yeah, corny. Okay, is that good enough reason to not no, you, date someone? She'd again? be the most shallow person on planet yeah. if she goes. I don't like corny jokes. Like, yeah, I, I could see that being a slight turnoff, but not enough to like not go out with somebody. I would be surprised. But so, but then you say you texted her. And she responds, yeah. well, I know you're really busy, so, but you're like, I never told her I was busy. It, it's almost like she's using that as a crutch to not text you. I, that's what it seems like to me. I mean, because I specifically, while on the date, was telling her my job's really flexible. I have a lot of free time. I said the word free time, I'm pretty sure, a couple of times. Oh, that's strange. So, yeah, yeah, and then she's like, no, you're busy. So she, how did she say that? Was it, like, what was the tone like? This was on text? So maybe you're reading yeah. it wrong? I mean. Yeah, it's so hard to tell text, right? So it's, it's just like I know you're busy. I, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't make that, any sense to me like she was yeah. giving me too much credit like I'm just a, you know. Because that can sometimes be a very bustling. relative term where a lot of us are busy, yes. That is a general thing where it's like, oh, I know you're busy. I can see that being a very general term, like a broad yes. blanket term for a lot of people. Unless it was, I know you're really busy. Well, no, what I was going to say, you ever have your mom? It's like if your mom reaches out, Devin, and she's like, now, you know, you may want to call your grandma. I know you're really busy. And it's kind of a dick. You don't know if it's a dick. That's true. We don't know. But but now she's not responding, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nothing. Radio Mm -hmm. silence, as I said. Okay, all right. Mm So, um, Devin, let's uh, play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Brittany. We'll get her on the phone. We'll talk to her. We'll figure out. If she tells us it's because you said, I hope to sushi you soon, we don't want to deal with that. All right, man? We got to stick together. So uh, let's talk to Brittany when we come back. Makeup or Breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. So, Devin, is he overthinking things? I don't know. I'll let you weigh in on that. He says he made a corny joke at the end, and he's wondering, was I too corny? And he says she said he was busy in text. Like, I know you're really busy. And he's like, I've never told her I'm busy. That is weird, yes. Also, I do think he's definitely overthinking it if he's solely putting all of his cards in on the corny joke, which was what he said. I hope to sushi you soon because they yeah. had sushi. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> this is a random reference. But there was a uh, movie called Max Keebler's Day Off or Max Keebler's Big Day or something. Do you remember that? Oh, my Max gosh. Max Keebler's Day Off. Big move. Max Keebler's Big Move. Keebler. Keep Max Keebler's Big Move. I actually it was, I don't remember. It was an old Nickelodeon movie. Oh, my. What a but weird. But as he's leaving band class, he says to the girl, I'll see you bassoon because he plays the bassoon. Ah, Okay. That's a very obscure reference. Why I don't know if anybody knows what you're talking no. about. It, Max Keebler's but- <laughs> big move. It's a great Nickelodeon movie from back in the day. But he said, yeah, he's like, I think maybe the corniness threw her off because now she, yeah, she's literally uh, d- done texting him back. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no idea. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's talk to Brittany. Hello? Hi, uh, is this Brittany? This is 
She with this. Brittany, hi. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show, and uh, we wanted to give you a call. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, did, did you go on a date with a guy named Devin? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, gosh, that's not great. Hi, Brittany. That's Lauren. Lauren. So, based on your reaction, I don't. Uh, it doesn't sound like you are too fond of of Devin. Um, just to fill you in a little bit uh, on our end here, De- Devin called us, told us a little bit about your date. You guys grabbed sushi, uh, got together, and he he says that you've um, stopped contacting him altogether. So, on our show, we try to help people figure out what went wrong. If okay. you if you have a second, I I know you're probably busy, but could you tell us what's up? <laughs> Why you're not texting him back? Um. I don't know. I just find it really, really weird that you go out on a date, the first date. I mean, we had a great time. He was funny, cute, smart. But then he made it a point to say that if this relationship progresses, we can never go out on a Saturday night. So he tells you during the date, no Saturdays? At all. Because the Saturdays, quote unquote, are meant for the boys. Saturday, for the boys? Oh, Saturdays are, oh my. Hold on, wait a second. Wait, How he did said he sa- say it? Did he say Saturdays are for the boys? Yes, he did. And he hadn't said it once. He said it several times. Like, okay, you know, I like you, but if this progresses, just know that we can never go out on a Saturday. Because okay. Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays are for the boys, which is a yeah. phrase. I don't know if you've seen the flags. I think it's a it's a bar stool. I mean, I I swear to you, I've seen people with it, it on shirts and stuff. I've heard um, it. So he says this. How does he say it? I know you said he said it a lot of times. Give me the uh, inflectuation the of his voice. Yeah, what, what did he say? He says, okay, so we're sitting and having, you know, dinner, chit-chatting, and we're talking, and, and I think it's progressing really nicely. And then out of the blue, he's like, listen, you just need to know that I have this pack with my boys, and Saturdays are just for us. So don't ever expect to go out on a Saturday. <laughs> oh and I, it was, like, very matter-of-fact. Was he joking, though? Or, like, was there any type of tone? <sighs> Initially, I thought he was joking. Yeah. But then when he kept on saying it, I, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, first of all, this is our first date, first and foremost. Second of all... What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, well, hold on a second. You want to talk about one of the major issues we find doing this show and doing this makeup or breakup is people want clear communication. Right. Can you be more clear, Brittany, than looking at you in the eye and saying, we will never go out on Saturdays because Saturdays are for the boys? Are you defending? But is that I, something you say on a first date? And also, so, also, wait, hey, hey, hang on. Brittany, you didn't bring up. It's not, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't just go, hey, so um, I'd like to get together on Saturday. Like, you didn't even bring that up, right? No, like, he just no. out of the blue. We left it at, you know, we'll, we'll meet up again. He yes. Said some corny joke about sushi. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And then he texted me a few days later. I texted back. I, you must be busy because I remember it being a Friday. So I know Saturdays are religious. <laughs> you're, for him. you're thinking it's oh. like that's his big day. Okay, now let me let me say text. this. All right, I just I just want to get all angles covered here, Brittany. If Devin right. looked at you and said, "Hey, just a heads up, if things progress, Sunday is my is my church day. My worship I got my day. worship day. We can never go out on Sunday because that's when I go to church. I worship whatever it is. Right? A lot of people are do you that. in church the whole day. 
Well, what I'm saying is... Also, that's different. That is so Why different. Why is it different? Saturdays it's a day. are for the that boys. Saturdays. He's saying... Because if you go to church, even if you carve out a few hours, I could even understand, you know, during football season, I like to watch the games. Okay. But it's, it's a temporary thing. You don't say, for the rest of my life, <laughs> me and my bros are just going to chill on Saturdays. So even if I have, like, let's say we get married and I have a baby on Saturday, you're not going to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? So where's the father? Uh, Saturdays are for the boys. He is not here. Okay, so Brittany, Devin is with us. Uh, Devin, oh, yeah, no, it's okay. Saturdays are for the boys. Do you, are you defending this through and through? It sounds like. Uh, hi, Brittany. Uh, I can't believe that's what it is. Yeah, you can't I, believe that's I what have, it is. Really? I've had this same core group of guy friends since about the seventh grade, and we have done this since. And this is like a decades-long tradition. And uh-huh. I, I would think that you would. Yeah, first of all, the clear communication I thought was a healthy kind of relationship building thing. Yep. And then okay. thing, it shows you how loyal I am to <laughs> my friend. And, to your and friend. How I could, how I could be so you never plan on, like, moving forward past your friends. No family, no kids, no nothing. I, I, I'm always going to have friends even if I have a family. I mean, That's true. Yeah, but when does this end? When does Saturdays for the boys you end? Guys, it's every Saturday? Every Saturday for the up? end of time? Okay, well then don't then don't ever go to church on Sunday because people do that once a week for that the rest of their lives. So different. And his church happens to be with the boys doing whatever you got to do on a Saturday. I'm <laughs> sorry. Whole day. Like that. It's very much for my mental health. Too. <laughs> I, I get that. Balance. Also, He's I'm loyal. amazed you're still friends with these people. They would drive me nuts every week for ten years. Or no, no, you said since the seventh grade, longer than that. What a great story. What a great, what a great story. Devin, can I get included in the friends group? I want to go on a (laughs) Devin and the boys Saturday trip or whatever. We'll do something. We have guests. There's usually no ladies. And on the- <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No girls allowed. So Devin, Devin oh, is saying, word. I'm loyal. I'm a clear communicator. I develop friendships. Uh, you know, I'm 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 getting all these things out there. Do your friends have girlfriends? Are your friends married? They do. Yeah, See? a couple of the guys are married. Hmm. Their wives are fine with it. Look at this. Look I at think this. their wives prefer to get him out of the house on those. That makes sense. Okay, all right, all right. okay. So, Brittany, is Devin bringing up loyalty? Bringing up clear communication? Is any of that helping you, or you still don't want to go out with him? No, I'm, I'm not interested. Okay. I'm sorry. So that's, I won't be confined to six days a week. That, that's fine. That's fine. Devin, I'm sure ladies will chime in that have no problem giving you up a day of the week. Or maybe we'll find out if you're crazy. You can text us. Is Devin crazy for wanting a day <laughs> for the boys? And meaning he will it's not the delivery go out. Yeah, 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 exactly. How about you and I just secure Fridays? Then? Yes. Okay. Fridays are for the girls. All right. So Lauren and Brittany <laughs> are hanging out with Fridays. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Time for the good stuff with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for your good stuff, your feel-good stories from the week. Uh, we're going to start off with a personal message that we received on Instagram from a listener of the show. She asked us not to share her name for privacy concerns, so no big deal there. But I'm just going to read this message because I think it's it's a great story, but also a great message for all of us. Okay, so bear with me as I read this. Here's the message we got. It's prom season. Not every kid is invited. It's okay to go alone. My daughter and her boyfriend recently broke up, and she was not asked to prom. My husband stepped up and dressed up in his suit and took her to dinner. She dressed up in the prom dress for the sweet daddy-daughter day. She's a senior, and it was her last big event. 
He gave her roses for their date. She even asked him to step in when I took her prom photos. She met up with friends while she was at prom itself as she went alone. I was proud of my daughter for letting me step in and take her dress shopping and for letting her dad step in and take her to dinner before the prom. These are the moments she will remember for the rest of her life. Not everyone has to have a date. That is so sweet. And that's really true, right? Prom season, I think there's a lot of pressure. People are like, you got to have a date or they make it this big thing like it's the best event of your life and it's like well hang on a second you can do things on your yep. own with your friends and what an awesome dad and also i just need to point out she sent us photos oh, that you know she didn't so want us good. to share yeah. but she showed us photos of her daughter and her husband so daddy daughter like taking prom photos together it is so sweet so way to go dad way to go mom that is way cool. Just great awareness, right, of understanding where your kids are at, understanding what they might need. And I think, too, kudos to the daughter for, you know, being willing to realize, you know what, I will probably remember this moment yeah. if I allow my... Like, she could easily be like, no, Dad, or I don't I'm not want going. you know. Yeah. yeah. But for her to, to make lemonade out of lemons, I think, is really, really cool, oh, really, really sweet. Dinner. I know. So sweet. It's very, very that. adorable. Uh, this is a crazy story. It's sad, but it's amazing to see Taylor Swift fans... Uh, rally together. So after Taylor Swift's show in Houston, uh, a man named Jacob Lewis, 20 years old, was struck and killed by a suspected drunk driver on his way home from the concert. So he's driving home from the Eras Tour concert in Houston. He was oh killed by gosh. a drunk driver. Taylor oh, Swift fans heart. found out about this on behalf of the Lewis family, started a GoFundMe, and has now raised over $100,000 for this wow. family. All oh. because, you know, and it's just, uh, you want to talk about the saddest thing ever, right? You're well, leaving incredible. Taylor Swift. You yeah. can't, uh, there's nothing that's going to make it better for that family. Yeah. What a horrible tragedy. But that's pretty cool that people are kind of rallying together to help them. And it's such a horrible situation. Now, a lot of people are wondering, well, how do we know that they're Swifties that have been the big rally? Because most of the, uh, by the way, the goal was $75,000. They're way over that now. But most of the donations coming in, thousands of donations have been for $13, which is mm. Taylor's number, right? Yeah. yeah. That's her number. Oh, so that's really obviously sweet. that's a sign there. So just, yeah, talk about an amazing rallying for all those Taylor Swift fans. And uh, UCLA graduate student and professor found vocal play signals or laughter in 65 different species. So 65, at least 65 species of animals. What? Laugh. <laughs> what? How about that? What does it sound like, I wonder? It's vocal play signals, which translate as humans would call it, laughter. 65 different species ranging from cows to seals. So cows are laughing. Laughing cows. What does a, you tell me, what does a laughing cow sound like? (laughs) (laughs) What about a laughing dolphin? Good. That isn't bad. Maybe a little bit more high pitched. Give us a laughing dog. Sorry. <laughs> of all the animals of I can think of, I'm sorry. Laughing dog. <laughs> uh... <laughs> what is that? I'm kidding. I was trying to do like a woof laugh. Stop. Please stop. And that is your good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Wake up laughing with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. I'm not trying to. I don't think we should be patting ourselves on the back. But honestly, we're the only ones waking up today and telling you when the world's going to end. So you're welcome. It's kind of daunting information, though. I feel like you need a warning label. 
Warning, the following content will explain when the world is going to end. Well, it depends on your age. Depending on how old you are hearing this, you're either going to be like, oh, I probably won't be here anymore. Or you may be like, oh, I'll be like 80. Or you may be like, oh, no, I'll be like 40. That's your call oh to make. Oh, my gosh. So it's, all right? well, it might be sooner than we think. Let me just give you the background here. Oh, I'm feeling icky. Okay, what is Sir it? Sir Isaac Newton. It, this is from Sir Isaac Newton. Now, mm. let me just read you a little bio on Sir Isaac Newton. He pioneered calculus, the laws of motion, and the laws of gravity. We're talking about the man that determined why we stay on the ground and what gravity is. So, knows his stuff. I guess. Maybe. 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 Yeah, calculus, whatever. <laughs> Who needs calculus? I'm sure there's some reason for okay, it. Okay, so but he's a genius. Yeah, he is a genius, right? right? And uh, one of the best mathematicians we've ever had, yada, 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 whatever. Also, he has discovered and predicted the end of the world. So apparently back in 1704, he basically wrote down a prediction for the world. Now, his reasoning oh is he was reading the Bible for, you know, so that's the basis of it. But he's also using his little math brain. The year 2060 is when Sir Isaac Newton has predicted the end of the world. 2060. So take oh that gosh, for what it so is. so much sooner than I thought you were going to say. 37 years from now. In 37 years. In 37 so, years. Our son will be 40. He'll be on his 40th birthday. and Stop. What? Oh, my gosh. You're what? me out. Why? I mean, it's a big old candle. Like, you know, oh my but, but our son will be 40. Uh, we'll be sitting at what? 80? I'm trying to think of how old we are. I'm trying to think of doing the math there. <laughs> 37 years. Okay, we'll be like 70 something. So, retired. You know, I'll probably finally move on to a golf course. I'll be taking my first swing. But he says, he says 2060 is the, the end of the world. Does that freak you out? Yeah, it actually freaks me out a lot. And I'm kind of curious what makes him think that. You said he was just kind of reading and based on math and all that kind of stuff. Let me, let me read this. That's interesting. Back in 1704, Newton was doing a lot of Bible study as well as reading other religious writings. Not just the Bible, other religious writings. With the knowledge he amassed from them, he calculated the specific date the world would end and be replaced by a kingdom of heaven, and that is in 2060. Yeah, I, see, I don't get, I don't believe it. He, just because law now, listen, of gravity. Do you know how many people have tried to p- predict the end of the world? Yeah, like we've had the a few. Mayans. Do, do you remember in 2012? Oh, I was ready. We were all going to die. Like yeah. the whole earth was going to explode and we were done because the Mayans predicted it and the Mayan calendar had predicted everything else thenceforth or whatever, yeah. like everything before that. And then you've heard other people try to predict stuff. 2020. 2020 was a big one. world was going to end in 2020. And for a while, I thought they were right. <laughs> I actually thought they were right as When I was well. sitting in Costco seeing people punch each other over toilet paper, I'm like, yeah, this sounds about right. What about uh, Y2K? We yeah. all thought that. I mean, yeah. listen, this is just another notch on the belt. I really don't think it's going to happen. Tw- but 2060. I, I know, our son's yeah. 40th birthday party. Will we be you, there? I don't know. Was it December 22nd, 2012? Was that the that was specific the, day? Wow, you remember it. You I were really freaked out. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought this up. I, I had anxiety the whole day. I kid you not. The entire day was December. Was it December 22nd? Why does 2060 feel so far away that I feel like, okay, we can deal with it later? Like, it's it kind of doesn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, we've got some time. But yeah. December 22nd, 2012, I remember, anxiety-ridden. And then wasn't it July 26th of 2020 that some people said was going to be the end of the world? It was July or June. It was one of those days. One of those. But yeah. I remember feeling... Like, I was nervous that day, too. Yeah. I was just slightly nervous. I'm like, what if these people are right? I'm not nervous. I don't know. I'm not ner- I mean, it depends on how the world ends. Do we just get sucked up by a black hole or something and it just kind of ends? <laughs> I and- don't want to 
Or is it something like if dinosaurs come back and we got asteroids again, then I'm a little nervous. But at the end of the day, I don't know. Can it just happen while I'm sleeping? If I'm asleep and I've got my family around me. What? Well, I wouldn't want to miss. Like if I'm going to be on Earth, I want to see it. I don't want to miss it. I want to be asleep. You want to be asleep? Yes. I want to wake up right before the end and be like, what is that big fireball? Holy moly. So <laughs> take that for what it is. I will say, Sir Isaac Newton, laws of gravity. He's done some big things in his life. He says 2060. No, nah, e- I don't buy it. Easy for him to say, knowing he wasn't going to live till 2060. <laughs> I know, right? It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. And man, if you have ever helped somebody move, welcome to the party. Bless you. I have moved way too many people in my life, um, especially because of my strength ability, which is very, very little. <laughs> I'm actually suppressed or impressed that you've uh, helped so many people move. I, I, well, it's because I got a good heart. I don't have good arms. All right. That's the problem. <laughs> I got, I, you know, I've got good, I got soft Makes feelings sense. and I've got good biceps. So, um, Teresa just happened. She said like two days ago, helping a friend move. Hello, Teresa. What's your awkward uh, moving moment? Hi, guys. Oh, you're going to love this one. Um, super awkward. Was helping my friend move. Um, we were doing lots of heavy lifting and like kind of like halfway through, we are moving her TV in. Mm-hmm. And I was basically the only one holding it. And I was really struggling. You know, I'm not the strongest woman out here. I'm kind of small. I don't do much lifting so i was really struggling with the tv and i let her know and she was encouraging me she was like you got it like don't worry you know and i tried to you know take that encouragement in but i ended up dropping the tv oh, no after she's like you got this but you gave her a warning shot kind of yeah i did right and you know she just she went and i also like made a shock face and we were just looking at each other for a good bit and then you know, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I totally didn't think, you know, I would really drop it. I was struggling, <laughs> but I didn't think I was going to drop uh-huh. it and all this stuff. And, you know, she was like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Oh, she got super quiet. So she kind of shuts right? down after that. Yeah. Like she, she was just like in this thinking mode. Like she wasn't really saying much to me. Oh, my God. So, um, I mean, the TV broke or cracked. Like I'm imagining yeah, it's um, it needs replacement, and that's okay. where the issue kind of comes in. Oh, no. Got it. So I like how so she first of all, don't feel bad. You're helping somebody move out of the goodness of your heart. Second of all, you said, "Hey, I'm struggling." So and she's like, "No, you got this." So was she not like not willing to let you put it down for a second? Is that kind of the vibe I'm getting? Like I'm imagining you carrying like one end of the TV. Oh, hey, I need to take a break. I I'm about to drop it. Oh no no no, you're fine. Is that kind of what happened? It was like, well, you know, I was moving it up the stairs, and I had, oh, like, gosh. I would have almost up over the top, like, I swear. Like, I was so close to, like, getting it the whole way. I guess it was kind of, like, an awkward setup mm-hmm. where, like, she couldn't really, like, help me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, oh, my unfortunately gosh. what happened. And then her response is, we'll figure it out. So, she, <laughs> so two things didn't happen. What does that it mean? Do, you didn't swoop in and say, oh, my gosh, I'll buy you a new one, which a lot of people would have done. I'm not saying you made the wrong choice. And she didn't swoop in and say, oh, my gosh, no worries. No, 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 I got it. Uh, I I needed a new one anyway because some people's personality is like, oh, I don't want them to feel bad. She goes, we'll figure it out. I feel like I naturally, though, this is not a dig at you, but, like, I feel like I naturally would be like, oh, my gosh, let me Venmo you or, oh, my gosh, let me help pay for it. But when you put it in the perspective of you're like, well, listen, I – I said I was losing it, yeah. Also, you are, not to be rude, but, like, you're also helping her for free. So it's like, 
you're not a professional mover that covers those types of costs, but still it's like that's such an awkward way to have your friendship though. Yeah, I, it makes me feel so sad because I really don't know what to say, and mm-hmm. I, I also don't want to don't have don't like really pay, the extra yeah. cash to like buy a whole new TV right now. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to lose this friendship, but what do I do? You know? Yeah, it's right. been. Oh my gosh, that is so awkward. Mo- dropping something mm-hmm. of somebody else's is awkward, especially when you're just trying to help out. Especially so you kind of feel, TV, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, thing. of all the things, right? I will say TVs aren't as expensive now as they used to be. Like Still, if this was though. thirty years ago, this would be a huge deal. Uh, Teresa, that is awkward. Thanks for joining us to tell us about that. We'll have some other people uh, let us know about their awkward moving stories, all right? Make you feel better. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So that's Teresa dropping on Friends TV. I just, though, we'll figure it out. It's a hard explanation. Yeah, I like, I'll send you a bill later. Yeah, it's amazing neither yeah. of them swooped in. I think from her perspective, she's like, I don't have the money, so I can't say I'm going to buy you a new TV. I know me, my personality. I would have said, oh, yeah. don't worry. I needed a new one. I would have downplayed it. I remember we moved into a townhouse probably like 10 years ago, and we had some people like neighbors in yeah. our new neighborhood that helped us move. They saw our, our U-Haul, and they're like, oh, let, let me help. I'm like, yes, thank you so much. They're moving stuff up the stairs, and they dinked the wall, and there was like a big like gash on the side of the wall. And I was so mad because it was a rental, and I'm going to get in trouble for that. But then at the same time, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't like pay movers. Like These were just people next door out of the goodness of their hearts like i can't be that mad at them can i how about the time i try to help our upstairs neighbors move yeah and uh they save the best for last i am talking about this is before flat screens this is a 42 maybe a 48 inch old school thick tv mm-hmm. up two flights of stairs no. and they zigzag i literally was dying and yeah, i was like they're heavy I've never in my life wanted to bail out on volunteer work <laughs> as much as I did there. I literally wanted to be like, you guys, I can't do this anymore. Hey, I probably can't. got a slice of pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so text the 68719, maybe those moments uh, that you've had where you have uh, helped somebody move and it went wrong. Uh, we want to hear them. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment. Uh, Teresa just joined us. She dropped her friend's TV while helping her move. We've all helped people move. I think most people have helped somebody move. And uh, maybe you've dropped something. Maybe you've hit a wall, whatever. Oof, the it stuffs, happens. the dents, the dings. This is what makes it most awkward. She did not, first of all, while moving it, she said, I don't know if I can do this. And her friend says, you'll be fine. I know. Like, what a so, friend, like, friend just instilling that confidence yeah. in her. Like, So Teresa kind of gave this warning shot. Like, hey, girl, I may drop this. Ends up dropping it. Now, whether it's good or bad, neither of them really jumped up and did the whole, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll pay for it. I'll buy you a new one. She didn't offer to buy her friend a new one. Her friend didn't say, oh, my gosh, you're helping me move. Don't worry. But her friend was like, oh, we'll figure this out We'll figure it out. And so it's almost like I bet you she's going to Venmo request her or, or text her and be like, hey, can you help me cover the cost? But also to her credit, she's like. I was helping you out of the goodness of my heart, like donating my time, and I told you I probably I'm, I'm, I might yeah. drop this, and I did. If you're asking for free moving help, does that give you the like you you cannot complain of a scuffed wall of something dented? I mean, you uh, when can it's not intentional, complain about it, but I don't think you can expect them to go out of their way to fix it or cover the cost because truly, like they're not professional movers. Yeah. And you kind of know that going into it, asking for help. So that's what stinks is it's kind of a lose-lose. You don't – there's really not much you can do. When I was in college, right? it was August, okay? And you know me. I can't lift anything. I am a weak, weak person. 
So it was in college, and it was in August, and I was helping move a brand-new washer-dryer. It was like a dryer because I, I had my arm inside of it. Oh, that's an so interesting So it would have been, been a dryer because a washer normally comes from the top. I don't know. And it, was, yeah. it was about 10 years ago. So I had my arm. It's a brand-new house, brand-new appliance. I don't know how no. they had a brand-new appliance, and yet I'm moving it in like what's in the company. My hands are sweaty. It's August, middle of summer. I am starting to slip and kind yeah. of the same situation. Yeah. I looked at my buddy and said, dude, this I'm going to drop this. And he goes, oh, you'll be fine. Now, granted, he was ripped. Like, he could handle it. <laughs> so I slipped. So he helped if it Hits fell. their wood floor, chips their wood floor. Literally, the mom goes, what the bleep? Oh, my gosh. And was mad at me. And I, again, uh, I'm sitting there do? going, you're the one that wanted free labor. I'm helping you. I'm sorry. And But but think about it. It I was know. a brand new house, and I chipped their floor. Well, it's funny. We've had a couple of texts saying kind of the same thing, like uh, ch- um, scuffing the floor. Yeah. This one says, I was carrying a really heavy tote once, helping a friend move, and I dropped it right in the doorway, and it busted the door frame. Yeah. Like oh the my bottom gosh. part. Uh, six sucks. eight seven one nine. This text is interesting. Nothing got hurt, but says I stepped on my friend's cat while I was helping them move. <laughs> Literally thought I broke its foot. Can we talk about you know some maybe social norms or social rules that you should have when you're asking someone to help you move? Be fully packed. Have it with sure. in boxes and and items and furniture. Because I showed up once to help a friend move, and listen, I get there. Nothing was really packed. I mean, stuff on the wall, stuff on the counter, stuff oh, everywhere. Man, they still had rough. like food out on plates. And I'm just like, now at this point, I'm helping them put stuff in boxes. Okay, let me. And I'll, I'm like, can't you just have it ready? I'll also throw this into the hat for moving rules, unwritten rules. If you are the one moving, I think like you need to be lifting some of the heavy stuff. I think yes. like, right? Like if, if it's my house and I'm moving. Mm-hmm. And this is always tough for me because I can't lift heavy things. But, like, you need to be yep. the one lifting. So if there's a couch. You're helping. You're the one helping with the couch. If yep. there's a bed, you're the one helping with a bed. True. Anything heavy, dresser, you're the one helping with the dresser, right? Yeah, that and I do think the person who is moving should offer some sort of something for everybody. Pizza at minimum. Donuts, pizza, something, lunch, whatever it is. Yeah. Drinks, something to kind of say thank you. Because I understand if you offer money, a lot of your friends will say no. And so what ends up happening is you wanted to give them money. They said no. And you're both out because they're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I didn't get anything. You're like, I wasn't able to give them money. So that's, do donuts and pizza, depending mm-hmm. on when you move. Something yeah. like that. Take them out to dinner. That's a, we, we got a couple pizzas yeah. once. But but if, you're the, if, if it's your house and you're walking out with pillows and someone's carrying your lazy boy, that's a problem. <laughs> They're judging you. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey Life Hack today. If you want to help the bees pollinate this summer, place a bowl in your yard with water and marbles. This will give them a place to land and take a drink without potentially drowning. Do marbles float? No. Then why would you... Does that make sense? To keep them from, I don't know, y'all, I'm not about saving the bees. I feel bad. I know we need the bees. <laughs> I literally was about to say, do you realize that we need the bees to have I a world? Know. I know we need the bees, but they freak me out. So I don't think I'm going to like provide them a water source. They can find it somewhere I literally, else. I literally, do. this is funny <laughs> you bring this up because I literally just saw on my Facebook uh, a lady friend of mine that sounded weird, but a friend of mine that's a lady, mm-hmm. she posted this whole thing about how I bees. Know. No, I know. seriously. Bees are like, I don't know how it works, but we would not have like planet Earth without bees. I know that sounds weird and that sounds a little dramatic, but it's something serious like that. Uh, whatever it is. I know bees are important. I'm just saying I'm terrified of bees. Wasps. They you can- need to- 
be but, mad but at wasps. But wasps. I don't like any of them. In fact, I don't like any flying bug. No, I don't like any bugs. Especially flying, buzzing, stinging bugs. So okay. they can right. go get their water source, go pollinate somewhere else. I Just leave me alone. I'm going to start. I have to Google this. I have to Google something about bees. I know. People are going to throw me so much shade on the text line, too. I'm not earth. hating bees. I just, I just need just... a one sentence to do this. Now, according, okay, here we go. According to bee experts at the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, a third of the world's food production depends on bees. Let me say that again. A wow. third of the world's food production depends on bees. Shout out to the bees. You don't. You can't shout, shout out. out. You just said I don't care about shout them. Shout out to the bees in your own lane. Stay in your own lane. I don't want you near me. When animals and insects pick up the pollen of flowers and spread it, they allow plants, including many food crops, to reproduce. A third of the world's food production depends on bees. And uh, moments ago, Lauren says, I don't care about them bees. So just we I want to establish who is your friend on the show and who is your foe. All right. Uh, our friend speaking of our friend, our friend Meredith, this story is crazy. I love going to the car wash. Our kids love going to the car wash. I think it's great. She posted yesterday Facebook live. She got stuck in a car wash yesterday. Oh, for 25 she minutes. Did. Yeah. So listen wow, to this. 20, that's a long time. I know. And she was right in the middle. So I want, I said, can we bring this up on the show? She said, absolutely. So I asked some details. How would you do? She says, I was stuck. Uh, she said 20 minutes. And she said she was right in the middle, two cars in front, one car behind. And I asked if the water was stopped. And she goes, no, the water would go for about 20, 30 seconds, stop for about 15 seconds, go for 20 seconds, stop. I couldn't handle this. So her car was not moving. Her car was not moving. And everyone was stuck. Yes. Everyone in the car wash was stuck for about okay. 20 minutes. Did they explain to her any of this issue? I don't know. That's a good question. I should ask about that. Yeah. I I, like, I really should ask okay. about that. But no, I don't I'm know. I'm curious if they ever said, oh, there was some sort of an issue. Oh, Maybe she not. said it was the track. It was the track that was having issues. Yeah. So would you rather be stuck in a car wash or stuck in an elevator? Oh, car wash. There's, in fact, there's nothing wrong. For me, I would not be scared stuck in a car wash at all. Not even in the slightest. In fact, I'm I thinking don't, I don't believe that. more time to sit here, scroll my phone, relax. Are I don't believe me? that. Okay, what, is it scarier to be stuck in a car wash if it keeps going and you've got those big noodles over you and you can't see out? No, because I know someone's working on it. Like, I know they know I'm stuck. And so I know I'm not going to be there forever and ever. The elevator freaks me out. Like, even thinking about it makes my stomach flip because I don't even like riding in elevators for fear of being stuck. Because something in my brain tells me as I'm there stuck, somehow the cables are going to snap and I'm going to plummet to my death. Okay, stuck in a closet or stuck in an elevator? Closet. So elevator. Closet? I get away time, my own alone time. I'll go to sleep. I would love to be stuck in a dark closet. Lauren's like, how do I lock <laughs> myself in a room and no one can get me? I love me? it. I love it. So is being stuck. All right. How about being stuck in a car? Like like in a car. I know like in the car wash, but like you're stuck. You cannot open the doors and you're in the middle of nowhere in a blizzard and you got to wait for someone to get you. Okay. Yeah. That freaks me out because nobody knows where I am. At least the elevator, hopefully somebody knows I'm stuck. There's an emergency button. But if I'm stuck in a blizzard, no. If we could figure this out, I don't know if we have any partnerships with car washes. Could we get Lauren stuck in one and really decide if you just think it's all high and mighty and great and dandy? As long as my windows are up and sealed, I'm fine in a car wash. What if, I don't know, man. I I get Every time I'm in a car wash and I feel like it's kind of stopped, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. So I don't think I'm about it. What's the reason? 
I but I just think it's I can't go anywhere. I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, I deal with claustrophobia. Like if I start thinking of being enclosed, mm-hmm. I don't do well. What freaks me out more than an elevator is being stuck like like in a tight space, like stuck in a box. Like if I were to like say I'm playing hide and seek with the kids oh, or something yeah. and I climb into like a I don't know, like a tote of some sort, and then I can't get the lid off. Like, that Ooh, would freak me out. I just out. got goosebumps. Or I can't like do people that. people that, like, get buried alive for, like, a world record or something. Like, I would never, I would die from or, panic. have you ever been on a doggy pile? Like, you've been on the bottom of a doggy <laughs> pile, like, a bit in elementary school? Yes. I couldn't handle it. And so I'd start yelling out. I like panic, I panic, Yeah, panic. I normally don't cuss, but, like, in elementary school, I'd say horrible things if they wouldn't get off me. Oh, that's funny. Jake Berglund, you jerk. Who cares if you don't know the lyrics? It's time for karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's play karaoke where you got to sing with us. It is Lauren versus Morgan today. Morgan is uh, the contestant. What's going on, Morgan? How are you? We're doing wonderful. Now, Morgan, you know, karaoke, we always joke that people are in their car. Are you in your car right now? Where are you at? Okay, perfect. Sounds good. So not so it's a not in your car karaoke. It's, oh, homeoki. Yeah. It's homeoki. Yeah, exactly. Home karaoke. Okay, so Morgan, yeah. here's how it works. I've got two songs for each of you. I'll play part of the song. It'll dramatically stop. You just have to finish singing it. Make sense? Yes. Okay, so Morgan, I guess the big question for you is do you want to start or do you want Lauren on the hot seat first? Uh, Lauren can start. Okay, Lauren, here we go. Okay. Your first song is I Like You by Doja Cat and Post Malone. I like you. Oh, shoot. I like you. I do. I want to be friends, but I hit you with your plans. I like you. I do. I don't remember. I hit you in your lane when you fit me in my plane. No, I didn't get it. I, didn't get it. I wouldn't have gotten it either. Yeah, At least one. I got I like you. I do. All right, Morgan, here we go. Your first song, a little Miley Cyrus party in the USA. Come on. Party in the USA. Easy. That was so good. It's a party in the USA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic stuff. Okay, so through round one, uh, Morgan leading one to zero. Lauren, we keep it with Miley Cyrus for your second song, Little Flowers. Started to cry, but then remembered I. Wait, I can buy myself flowers. I can hold my own hand. I think I'm skipping something. I can take myself dancing. Write my name in the sand. Hang on. I don't understand. It's later on. She goes, I can hold my own hand. So, Morgan, first Shoot. and foremost, you've already won because Lauren just went 0 for 2. But let's see if you can get a clean sweep. Your second okay. song, Morgan, is Rude by Magic. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? So good. Don't you know I'm human too? Why you gotta be so rude? 
rarely happens. I you take down Lauren. We're going to hook you up, all right? Thank you. Absolutely. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.